Greetings, and welcome to Pokemon Aftermath, where we will explore the aftermath of the cataclysmic event that wiped out most of the regions of the world 50 years ago when the ultimate weapon of Kalos was unleashed. Only Sinnoh was spared, thanks to a mysterious force that protected it from the blast. Today, we follow the Pokemon Ranger Amelia from the Kanto region as she arrives in Eterna City and embarks on a quest for a rumored mystical power into Eterna Forest. Are you ready to join in this epic adventure? Then tune in to Pokemon Aftermath, where the stakes are high and the challenges are endless. All right, so we are going to start off. Go ahead and introduce kind of your character, what they look like, and um, a little bit about them. Okay, um, let's see if I can bring this backstory. So my character, Amelia, she's usually a really quiet person. She likes to go on adventures. Usually she would just go out, hang out in the wilderness and wildlife of Pokemon, watching, feeding them snacks and stuff like that, you know. Don't feed wildlife, that was her thing. She has long red curly hair, very bright green eyes. She just liked getting away from the cities that she was so used to, and just finding the quiet places. Okay, nice. So, um, so we start off with Amelia just having gotten her very first ranger mission. And we're starting off in the Kanto region, and she has been tasked with going to the Johto region to investigate a matter of wild Pokemon in the forest there. And she is at the dock of the SS Anne, and her brother comes and decides to join her on her journey over there. And you board the SS Anne, and about maybe a day or so into your voyage, you are laying in bed asleep, and you hear just this loud boom, like a, almost like a bomb went off. And you get up, it's the middle of the night, and you see this bright, bright flash of light. And the whole shit just kind of jerks over and you're thrown up against the wall for the hull of the ship and you black out. And the next thing you know, you are awake in your bed again. And as you look around the boat, you notice that there's no one else on board but yourself. You're looking around and you just kind of feel, oh, I must have slept in and missed my missed my stop. Everyone must have gotten off and forgot that I was here, you know? So you go and you get off. And as you disembark the boat, you realize the area that you're in is very rocky. You're like in the bottom of a valley, almost, that has a river running through it. And you disembark and you kind of get up to the top of the valley and you look back and the SSN is gone without a trace. As you continue on looking for settlement, you find Eternity in the Sinnoh region, which you which you do on um, you do know is in the Sinnoh region. And that is where we're going to start off. So what would Amelia like to do? Would I have Duper at this point? You would, yes. Duper okay. is by uh... your side. 
Okay, yeah, I would definitely give Duper some looks of WTF, yo. <laughs> he just kind of, he's just like, and just kind of shrugs. <laughs> I'd be like, pretty much just looking around, uh, so I can recognize the city. How different does it look from what I remember? Well, you've never quite been in Eterna City, but last you remember, it wasn't this crowded. Like, it is very, very crowded, almost to the point where it looks like it's overpopulated. So it looks like there is a lot of people living on the streets, but there are also a lot of vendors and a lot of bustling community, almost like there's a festival kind of going on at the moment. Okay. Um... Now, you said I was going on my first ranger mission. Right. Does that mean I have some sorts of identification already? You do, yes. You already have your ranger's license. Okay. Um, so I will pretty much look at Ditto, point towards the city, and be like, you want to go check it out? (laughs) Yeah. And he just kind of jumps onto your shoulders and is like, ready to go. Um, I'll kind of give him a, I don't know, a scratch or a poke, I don't know, Ditto's blog, and tell him <laughs> to kind of transform into an object of sorts. Okay, he kind of transforms into, like, a straw hat. That Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's what he would like to do to me. Roll a d20. Alright. Oh, 15. Oh, 15, okay. Yeah, so it's just a straw hat. Fantastic. That little bugger would do that to me. In my backstory. Go to reach for a straw hat. You know, shit! Alright, so I put on the little straw hat and I go into the city. Or walk towards it. Very slowly and awkwardly. (laughs) So you walk into the city and there are people everywhere. Um, You see people down alleys. You see people in cafes. There are just kind of people walking around everywhere, almost like... um, I like to think of it like, have you seen the, in the movies, there's like these African markets that are just Yeah, like the Asian, Indian. Yeah, like that amount of people. Like there's a lot of people in this city right now. Um, I would definitely be looking around, be somewhat confused and just in awe of the amount of people. Are there any Pokemon as well or just people? Oh, there's Pokemon. I mean, you see some Pidgey flying around. You see Starly. You see, like, a couple of Rattata just kind of scurrying about. Like, like, your general city Pokemon, you see kind of going or, like, scurrying around. How do those Rattata look? How are they look? <laughs> they look like normal Rattata. Okay. How about those Pidgeys? Pidgeys also look like normal Pidgeys. They all okay. look like kind of normal Pokemon to you, but you do... <laughs> You do see, um, you see some, like, fletchlings, which you know normally you'd find in the Kalos region, that's like, why are there fletchling here? Like... Okay, so it's starting to notice some Pokemon outside their natural zones. Right. I would kind of wonder if those actually belong to someone, you know, they just let them loose to spread their wings, or... they actually wild? Wait, what the hell is going on? <laughs> What is this? Poke my head a little be like, Ditto, Duper, what is this? I don't remember reading about this or hearing about the city being like this. Ditto? Right? 
This is weird. Parents would always go on about this city. This is not what I was expecting. Kinda sucks, dude. Not a place <laughs> to go on vacation. Remember that. <laughs> um, so what does Amelia want to do? Um, well, as of right now, I'm still kind of looking around. What, what am I, are there like little shops? You said I was walking by some shops, some people just sitting around. What am I seeing shop-wise, vendor-wise? Whatnot. So you see shops that are kind of, they're selling like berry juices and they're selling, there's a, there's a stall for TMs and there, there's stalls for pretty much anything you can think of. Of course, there's the generic Pokemart and the Pokemon Center, but you see pretty much stalls for anything. There's berry stalls that just have vast array of different kinds of berries. Interesting. How worn down does this city look? It looks pretty worn down. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of people here. You see kind of you peek down the alleyways and you see tents where it looks like people are are sleeping in tents. Um go ahead and roll an intuition check for me. Ooh, thank you, four. That'd be a six. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> so you're so like you can guess that they're that they're just kind of people who are staying out like they don't have a home to go to, so they're staying in tents in the alleyways. But you can't quite determine what has put them there in the first place. Gotcha. Still, that's very weird. You do see flyers. Not like flyers, but I guess like banners everywhere that are advertising the 50th annual Pokemon Exploration Society induction tournament that is taking place in six days from now. That I will definitely stop at and stare and be like, 50th? What? Poke my hat. What? <laughs> So with, I'm going to keep that intuition roll that you had earlier. You, you just kind of figure that this is something that the Sinnoh region just kind of does. Um, you're not super familiar with the Sinnoh region. Yeah, so so you're just kind of like, I guess this, this must be something that's been going on in the Sinnoh region for a while. Okay, okay. My 50th. Why have we not heard of this back home? This is interesting. This would have been up our alley. 50th. Duper. Do you ever hear parents talk about this? Mm, don't. Shoot. It would have been interesting. Kind of rustles <laughs> side to side on your head. <laughs> My head's just doing weird things. Yeah, your head's <laughs> just kind of spinning. <laughs> well, this is... Never heard of this. Huh. 50. Hmm. Interesting. And it takes place in, what, six days? Six days, yep. Um, I will continue to look around. Okay. So you look around a bit more and you see, you do see some like permanent fixture shops. You see like a, like a berry and florist kind of shop and you see a sign that says Pokemon Underground Society. That's kind of just, it's kind of like a little makeshift sign that's kind of just on the outside of the house. And as you go around, you do see this big um statue and you can't quite determine what it is but you do know that it is a pokemon but you're not quite sure exactly what it is you do have a pokedex on you so you could scan it if you wanted to okay um yes is this a good old-fashioned red and blue pokedex or is this that pokemon pokedex it is a good old-fashioned red and blue pokedex 
they started making that Pokedex a living thing. It's like, no. No. <laughs> I don't want a face staring at me. <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> so you scan the statue? Yes. Alright, so it's scanning, it's scanning. It says, two possible Pokemon identified. First Pokemon, Dialga, the time Pokemon. A legendary Pokemon of Sinnoh. It is said that time flows when Dialga's heart beats. And then it's scanning, it's scanning. Second Pokemon, Palkia, this space Pokemon. A legendary Pokemon of Sinnoh. It is said that space becomes more stable with Palkia's every breath. Huh, well then. They get time and space, and we get birds that like destroying it. <laughs> um, but then you see the uh, you see the gym, which has all sorts of banners saying about this induction tournament going on, kind of all around the gym. And kind of north of the city, you see a old radio tower that doesn't look like there's a whole lot going in it right now. That's really interesting to see the old radio to see a radio tower just so run down. That's now well, we can fly with our Pokemon, but still, we would always keep our radio tower pristine. Why is that one so down? Took my hat a few times. What do you think, <laughs> Duper? Yeah. This is weird. Looks haunted. Let's not. <laughs> I really don't want to run into that little gas ball. You say that as Ditto kind of comes off your head and then transforms into a Gasly with the little Ditto face. I grab those cheeks and I start pulling and be like, you little blah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Start kind of doing like the putty thing going back and forth and be like, no, no. <laughs> You know what it's like getting licked by one of these things. Why? And then he licks you. <laughs> and then he transforms back into a hat and goes back on your head. I'm just standing there like, duper. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? Next time we come across one of them, you can handle it. <laughs> Get down. Yeah, okay. Okay. Keep it up. Keep it up, duper. See if I find some berries for you. <laughs> Please don't steal. I'm sorry, Duper. I will find you berries. <laughs> so, um, what is Amelia doing? Um, do these banners say where the this Exploration Society tournament is at? Um, it does say, you do see a couple that say registration at the Eterna City Gym. Okay, so it would be at the gym. Um, I will go into the gym. Okay. So you kind of go, it's not in the gym, it's like right outside. So okay. you go and you see this line of people um, that are kind of out to a table and you, are you going to stand in line and wait or you just kind of, kind of be like, oh, that's a lot of people. We're going to move on. Um, I'm just going to kind of watch and look to see if there's other booths or anything else or if it's just that one. Uh, there is just that one booth that's kind of, it's going pretty fast. Um, it's not going super, super slow, but there's just that one. Is there any personnel or anyone standing around giving out information or anything like that? Um, there will be, like, at the person at the booth will give you all your information. There's really just a lot of posters and stuff. Um, what do you think, Ditto? You want to stand in line or you want to go look around some more? You know. I'll kind of leave my finger so he can grab it and either point towards or point away. 
You see this this little purple uh, appendage come out of your hat and take your finger and point towards the the um, the, the table. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, let's go get in line to do <laughs> So you get in line, you wait probably just only about five minutes or so. Um, and you get up there, and there's a gentleman sitting at the table. He looks kind of tired, like he's been talking to a lot of people recently. But he's like, oh, uh, howdy, are you uh, looking to enroll in the uh, Pokemon induction tournament? What is that? The uh, Pokemon Exploration Society. Uh, you know, they kind of go out to the other regions and help people in Pokemon adapt to the new environments and kind of try to bring them back to a livable condition. A livable condition? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you know, the whole thing that happened a while ago that kind of destroyed all the other regions except for Sinnoh. Thank Arceus. My face is literally looking at him like, Completely lost, confused, just like... You're uh, not from around here, are you? No. Uh, how old are you again? 18. Huh. I guess no one really told you about this then growing up, did they? Well, the uh, Pokemon Exploration Society kind of goes out to the other regions and helps, you know, people in Pokemon be able to learn to live in their new environments, or they might take refugees over here to the Sinnoh region, or they might even just kind of explore and find ways to bring the regions back up to their um, livable statuses. But, um, yeah, the, the, the weapon fired in a Callus a little bit ago kind of ruined these regions. For some reason, it passed over the Sinnoh region, but that was a, a big thing. Weapon? What weapon? Yeah, the, from what I know, I mean, this was a while ago. It was, uh, you know, a war between Team Plasma and Team Flare of different regions, and Team Flare decided they wanted to fire off this big weapon, and it kind of misfired and destroyed everything. Um, <laughs> just be like, oh, wow, okay, no Team Rocket doesn't seem so bad. Uh, what? <laughs> Listen, I can't be giving you all this information all day. You see that line behind you? Are you going to sign up for this thing or not? I kind of do this. I put my hands, you know how whenever you get tired, you kind of just like rub your, right under your eyes, kind of up and down a little. Yeah. I kind of do that and I'd be like, wait, this is kind of, what kind of exams are these? Well, the uh, the tournament is a three-part tournament. Usually it consists of a couple of trials, one of which being usually a battle-style tournament bracket like you would normally expect, and then two other trials determined by the Exploration Society that kind of gauge your abilities on whether or not you're able to actively become a member or not. I just have this blank stare on my face of not, kind of like that face of not this again, not this again. <laughs> Shoot. I can then poke my hat like deeper. What do you think? And he kind of pushes your heads a little, a little towards the guy. You're like, all right, fine. I guess I'll do this all over again. <laughs> um, I guess maybe cities have different requirements. Ugh, I have a license, but I guess I'll do it for this city. Alright, are you, uh, you joining the, the... Sure, I guess. 
Alrighty. Well, first things first, I need to see your trainer's license. Okay. I, I do hand him my ranger's license. He takes it and he goes, oh, a ranger. Okay, so this will be right up your alley. He rolled a pretty low perception about, like, looking at what the date was. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, yep, that's you. He's very tired. And he, he gives it back to you. He's like, all righty, that's going to be a 300 poke entrance fee. 300? Good grief. You know how many pokeballs and potions I could have bought with this? Jeez. He goes, yeah, that's like a pokeball and a half. <laughs> Stop and look and be like... <laughs> really? Wow. No wonder we never came to this city. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I will hand it okay. to you. Okay, you got it. Yeah. All, All right. Righty. And um, any other Pokemon you want to register other than the Pokemon that will be rented out to you for the duration of the tournament? Rented, rented out? What? Yeah, so you'll be given a more powerful Pokemon. Assuming you don't have any crazy strong Pokemon yourself, you'll be rented out another trainer's Pokemon in order to take part in the tournament to see how well you can use a different Pokemon styles. I kind of just look at him and I just hold out my hands. Super. And he kind of transforms from the, the straw hat and onto your hand and goes, oh, okay. Um, so I'm guessing you're you're registering that ditto there. The, the, what'd you say his name was? Cooper? Yep. Alrighty, he writes that down. And then he kind of shuffles around underneath the desk and he hands you a Pokeball with a purple top on it. He goes, alright, this is your rented out Pokemon for the tournament. It is to be used in tournament battles only. Um, there is a sheet of paper inside of the Pokeball that tells you what the Pokemon is and all of its moves and abilities. So you stuff it inside with the Pokemon. Right, I mean, the Pokemon is kind of, you know, not disintegrated, but, you know, dematerialized into electrical energy when it's inside the Pokeball, so it's not actually very cramped, because, I mean... I squint at him and be like, let's see you dematerialize with a piece of paper poking your energy body. See how you whoa, like whoa, okay, then, you know, <laughs> just trying right. to explain. It doesn't really seem like you know what's going on here, so I figured I might need to explain something to you. <laughs> and um he's just like all right um just be back here in a uh, six days and you'll be all set to start mm-hmm. all right thank you no problem and look at the pokeball be like all right let's let's hand it to duper hold on to that <laughs> and he just kind of takes it and kind of like like any other amoeba just kind of engulfs it and it's now inside of him all right let's <laughs> Battles only. Poor thing. Let's, 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 let's go. Bullshit. Bullshit. Let's go, Duper. Finding some food. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of walk around and you do see a, uh, like a cafe that you can go to. It's called, uh, uh it's just called the Poke Cafe. Uh, and you kind of go in and order some food. And this lady comes up to you and her name tag is Lila. She goes, Oh, um, hello. How may I help you today? Uh, yeah. I'm just looking for something small for me and two meals for Pokemon. Alrighty. So we have two Poke meals and just like a sandwich or something for you. Yeah, sandwich and water. That's fine. 
All righty, sounds good. Um, let's see, that's going to be a total of 20 poking. Cool. Hand her 20. And she kind of looks you up and down for a second, and she goes, would, would you happen to be a Pokemon Ranger? Well, from the region I'm from, yeah. But apparently this uh, region has different qualifications or standards, and apparently I have to sign up for them. Oh no, are you talking about the uh, the Exploration Society? Yeah. Oh, they're not a group of rangers. They're just, um, they're, they're kind of a, another organization that aims to help out people in Pokemon. The rangers are still a completely separate entity. Oh, thank goodness. I would, okay. There are rangers who are in the, the Exploration Society, but they're not necessarily one and the same. Oh, good. And she goes, okay, um, I would actually like to chat with you real quick. Um, just let me go put your order in and I'll be right back. So she kind of leaves and goes to put your order in. And she comes back and she's like, may I sit? Sure. And she kind of pulls up a chair and she sits down. She goes, I have a request for you. So I guess you should know more about me first. I used to be a Pokemon coordinator and I used to participate in contests and I used to travel around the Hoenn region all the time. And um, I, I was in Lily Cove City when the, the weapon was activated and I saw the blast kind of destroy everything. But I, I had managed to get on a boat with some other survivors and sailed away. And um, I managed to get into the Sinnoh region where it looks like the blast had really settled or hit and found a little job here. But um, I do really miss my home and my Pokemon who are left behind over there in Holland. But um, I I was uh, wondering, I had heard something about a, a hidden portal that's in the Eterna Forest that could possibly lead to another region. And I want to check it out, but I don't really have any... Pokemon or anything, and I'm hoping it might be able to bring me back to Hoenn, or at least somewhere nearby. Um, I would love your help as a ranger to kind of guide me through that forest and, and protect me from anything that might happen. Have you heard of anybody else speak of this portal in this forest? I have heard rumors from, from people, but um, I haven't heard of anyone actually going through it. Okay. Um, she is an older lady, correct? Yeah. Um, I don't see why not. However, I am not very familiar with this region, and everything is completely different than what I have been told and read about this. Like, I don't even know what weapon you people are talking about. Hmm. Well, um, Eterna Forest, from what I've heard, is pretty straightforward. I just don't have any Pokemon to, uh, to defend myself with. So it might just be easier to have somebody with me who can kind of clear the path, so to say. But, um, I mean, I'm sure as a ranger you would be able to, you know, just kind of befriend some wild Pokemon or something of the sort to help you uh, find your way through the forest. Of course, there is there is a payment in your, um, there, there is payment for this as well. Um, I would be more than happy to give you a couple items as well as um, some money in order to be able to help you out. Hmm. I'll help you out. Although I do recommend that you find a few berries that Pokemon do like, just in case. 
Okay, will do. Those are those will be pretty easily found in this city. I noticed. I have never. Is there like a berry farm near here? Oh, I mean, like we have the Eterna Forest, and they have plenty of berries there. But there are kind of a little further to the to the east on uh, Route 11. There are a couple berry farms over that way. But um, with the uh, with the festival going on right now, it's um, a lot of things are being imported here to sell because of how many people are here at the moment. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people. That's that's for sure. Oh yeah, it's um, not usually quite this busy. It's usually still pretty pretty bustling, but not usually as busy as it is right now. All right, I'll I'll help. Um, one one more question though. You said the rangers were separate from that society. Correct. Where are the rangers based? The rangers are actually based um, right here in Eternity City at the old radio tower. I just have that look on my face of shit. I poke my hat and be like, "All right, I was wrong." <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, let's say you want to meet here tomorrow morning, and we'll go and go into Eterna Forest. Sure. Alrighty, and um, let's see. Fred for payment. She kind of thinks a little bit, jots down some numbers. She's like, I'm willing to pay you 1,500 poke, as well as a few other um, items that I might just kind of take with me. That's fine. However, I, I would probably ask that. Let's try this adventure first, and then you can pay me. Because I would hate for it not to go according to plan. Yeah, absolutely. Alright, can I get those meals to go by any chance? Oh yeah, absolutely. And she kind of stands up and goes back to the kitchen and she comes back with a kind of like three to-go trays with two of them labeled Pokemon. Okay. Is there... Well, I guess I can just exit the city. Alright, thank you. No problem. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Hold on to your hats, trainers, because there's more excitement coming your way. We hope you're enjoying the captivating tales of our players as they navigate their paths through Sinnoh. We want to remind you to connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for exclusive content, updates, and peek behind the scenes. Don't miss out on the links in the episode's description. You have something to share? Whether it's thoughts on the story or some amazing fan art, we're all ears. Reach out to us at PokemonAftermathPOD at gmail.com and let your voice be heard. Oh, and here's something exciting. Did you know that on Spotify you can actively engage with the show? Take part in our interactive polls and Q&A questions featured in every episode. Your insights matter, so be sure to join the conversation. Well, thank you trainers for being part of our Pokemon Aftermath journey. Now get ready to dive back into the action as we return to the unfolding adventures of our players. Alrighty, turn around, start walking out. Please let not be. Okay. <laughs> so, so it is kind of getting a little later in the day at this point. Um, are you gonna try to find some place to stay? The I'm gonna try and find some. Empty tree, foresty grounds area since I'm used to just camping and sleeping outside. But my intent is to get everyone fed and to meet this battle only Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, so you 
go to the um you kind of go west out of the city a little bit to the kind of outskirts of eternal forest and set up camp and um so you have duper out are you releasing the other pokemon um i'll get duper settled i'll ask for the pokeball and i will give duper his food and yes okay so when you release the Pokeball, you see this small cat-looking Pokemon. It, it looks to be about a foot and a, a foot and a quarter tall. It's pretty small, um, and it looks like it's a big white, almost looks like a mushroom. As this paper flits out, and you read that it says Sporeon, a poison type, and it knows the moves. Let's see, it knows the moves Fungi Mist. It knows. Toxic, it knows Bite, and it knows Spore Blast, and it has the ability Spore Cloud. I just kind of stare at it. Look at Duper. I have never heard nor seen of any like this. Do you pull out your Pokedex? I do. Alright. So it loads, it loads, and it loads, and it says Sporeon. The poison Pokemon, an evolution of Eevee. Sporeon came as a result of the remaining Eevees adapting to the new conditions, making them able to survive in harmful and toxic surroundings by integrating waste into their bodies, filtering it, and transforming it into spores with various applications. I look at Duper. Eevee evolution. What? 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 As I'm doing that, I'm kind of going back and forth between Duper and the Pokédex going, What? Those, those little guys are just... It's one of the hidden evolution forms, kind of poked Duper. It's one of the hit mysteries. It's one of the mysteries. Yeah. Duper! Duper! <laughs> and Ditto's just like confused at your excitement. <laughs> just like, Ditto. Like, Ditto, you should know. There's only so many Eevee evolutions. Last one we had was Sylveon. <laughs> and I, I'm looking at this poor, poor cat like creature just. And it's just kind of licking its paw and kind of grooming itself. Like, it's like it's cleaning itself. Duper, do you think it'll let me poke it? <laughs> Is it going to blast me with spores? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not spore-proof. What do you think, Duper? Duper, stop stuffing your face! I'm not going to take not You're not helping. So, I get a little closer to the cat. Okay. It kind of looks up at you. I put down some food, and I opened up the box, and I scoot it closer. It kind of looks at it, walks up kind of carefully, and just kind of starts nibbling at the food while keeping an eye on you. I slowly put my hand out towards, but I kind of stop. I kind of have, it's like a fist, but I have my index finger just poked out a little bit. You know how you would for a, a critter to just kind of sniff you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of have that, and so I have my hand out just very carefully, close by, so it can sniff if need be. Or, yeah, and it just kind of nudges your hand a little bit. I open up my hand to kind of put it under her chin and start petting. You start petting it, and it's surprisingly leathery, like almost like you're you're petting a mushroom. I look at Duper with his big grin. <laughs> And she's like, Sporeon. Yeah, Spore. And it's just kind of enjoying being stretched. Kind of 
the common battle Pokemon, my ass. Those guys, rude. They don't know what it's like to be nice to you guys, do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can just enjoy your food. And I give her a little pat on the head, and I kind of tap on the food and be like, you eat up, okay? All oh, for you. Yeah. And she and just kind of goes and starts munching down on the food. And then I start eating my sandwich, and I give a thumbs up to do for like, yeah! <laughs> Alright, well, you guys go and you eat your food, and it's time the evening is kind of coming down and kind of set up shop and, and kind of go to sleep. I leave her out of the Pokeball. Yeah, she just kind of does a little cat circle and just kind of sleeps at the end of the of your sleeping bag. But um, yeah, so it is now the next day. Alright, so I pack up and I get ready, go back to the cafe. Okay. I check on Sporion. She's like, Sporion, and she's kind of just kind of padding up beside you. I kind of look at her and look at the Pokeball, and I'm just like, I don't battles only. It is. So he did say it's battles. It, so the Pokemon is rented out from another trainer, and it is for, so you are only to use it for tournament purposes only. Yeah, he, he did say that. Alright, Sporion, I am sorry to do this, but I've got to put you back in the Pokeball. Sporion. I know, I don't like it either, but they are the ones that set the rules. I'll try and let you out whenever I can, okay? Sporion. Alright, and I hold out the Pokeball so she can enter if she wanted to. Yeah, she, she just kind of pokes the, pokes the button and it opens up and takes her inside. Was the piece of paper pretty much just information on her? Yeah, the, pa- yeah the piece of paper okay. was just kind of information. Okay. Didn't know if it was like a note from the trainer or something. Okay. Um, it did say that um, her name is Fungi. So you kind of go you go to the Poke Cafe and you see Lila sitting out there um, kind of waiting for you. She kind of perks up when she sees you. You're like, all right, are you, um, you ready to go? Yep. She goes, alrighty, well then let's, uh, let's get going. And she kind of leads you back to Eterna Forest over there. Alright. So, you go to Eterna Forest. And so Eterna Forest is a very dense forest. Um, you do, as you kind of walk around, you do notice that it does kind of, the canopy of the trees shades out most of the ground. But there are... Some spots where light peeks through that turns more into a meadow than a forest, and as well as some ponds kind of going through. Um, you see tons of bug-type Pokemon and grass-type Pokemon going through the forested region. Where exactly did you want to start looking for this portal? Um, I would ask her if she has heard of any rumors or of any landmarks or any directions on where? Oh, uh, yes. I've heard it's uh, it's pretty deep in the forest, but I've heard it's near a really large rock covered with a bunch of moss on it. Can you roll a straight d20 for me? I can. Uh, 1d20? 13. Okay. Let's see. So, so this is a, um, an event table thing. So, every day I'm going to ask one of one of the players to roll every in-game day. I'm going to ask one of the players to roll in, on the event table, and it will give 
me a list of different things that can happen um, during the day. And I want you to roll another d20 for me. So this is going to be a rarity check. So this will determine what kind of Pokemon you find. Okay. Another 13. Okay. Really, Dice? Really? So you find... Um, you see kind of perched up in one of the trees, it, it kind of, uh, a bird kind of calls out, Markrow! And you see this black bird that looks like it has a, a black hat made of feathers kind of sitting on the tree up there. And, um, which is kind of weird because you know of Murkrow and you know that usually it's a, it's a nocturnal Pokemon. Kind of look at the Murkrow. Just crow and be like, wait. That you are a nighttime Pokemon. Literally, just nonchalantly asking the Murkrow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a nighttime Pokemon. What are you doing up, Murkrow? Duper, he doesn't sound too happy. Maybe he's past that at bedtime. Crow, crow, crow. I kind of look at her and it's like, is he mad or is he telling me that? Nighttime's not a good time to sleep, so he has to stay awake in the morning, and now he's uh, just making... He looks to be a little mad. <sighs> Got any of those berries? I do have some berries, and she kind of rough, rustles through, and she pulls out some orange berries. Um, she's going to have to roll a polka handling check. <laughs> she pulls out the, the orange berries and the murkrow shoots out its wings and flies down and takes the berries right out of her hands and flies away. She's like, oh, well, I, um, I had some berries. Well, that is actually why I asked you to bring berries. Because sometimes sacrifices work. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, uh, alright. So she, uh, continues going down. So, um, where are you going to search first? Are you going to search? And so there's three regions. So this most um, areas that you can find Pokemon, I'll have divided up into different regions where different Pokemon will, will occur. So I have, so in Eterna Forest, there's a forested region, which a lot of bug type and a grass type Pokemon will occur. I have a meadow region where there's a lot of normal type kind of rodent-esque kind of Pokemon. And then I have a pond area in Eterna Forest where there's going to be a lot more water types. All right, you said the meadow was the rats and... Yeah, the kind of rodent-esque Pokemon. So a lot of normal types. All right. Hmm. If I was a giant portal of teleporting properties, could I have... I kind of poke Ditto, uh, Duper. It's like, Duper. If I was a giant portal with teleporting properties, where would I hide? Uh, she he goes kind of yeah, and kind of points to um, kind of points to Lila, and just kind of reminds you that she did say it was going to be near a rock covered with moss. To the meadow, it is. Alrighty, so you go to the meadow and. And I need you to roll another rarity check for me, which is just a straight D20 to determine what Pokemon it is you find. Twelve. Twelve. So as as you're kind of going through the meadow here, 
you see kind of come out from the grass, you see this little tiny bug, a red bug that looks like it's wearing a suit. And it has two little curly black antennas on top of it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think I have an idea on what you're talking about. It's that singing Pokemon. That violin one. Are you going to pull out your Pokedex? Try to figure out what it is? I am. So I'll pull out my deck. So it loads. It's loading. It says, Cricketot, the cricket Pokemon. It chats with others using the sounds of its colliding antenna. These sounds are fall hallmarks. And it does say it is a bug sound type. Sound. Bug sound. Sound. That's... Cricketon! Sound type. Cricketon! Like, no. No. Kind of slowly back away, be like, I'm not here to bug you. No pun intended. (laughs) Don't forget, you do have your um your capture spyler, your tamer of the wild. Okay. Um. Yes, I will try to do that. Okay. So you take out your capture spyler on your wrist, and you kind of launch it towards this this cricket tie. And so I just need you to roll a focus uh, check. Plus three. With the three, it'll be a ten. Okay, so you go the launcher styler at it, and you start kind of making the loops around it, and it just goes crickety, and it just kind of the sound of this burst of sound kind of comes out, and it breaks the loop on your styler, and your styler energy level goes down by one to nine. Okay, so it just depleted the energy a little bit. Right by one. Okay, so I kind of just look at this cricket. I try again. Okay, go ahead and roll a focus check. 12, 13, 15. Okay, so that one's going to succeed, and you go, you you do the loops around the Cricketot, and the Cricketot, so the, the loops kind of enclose on the Cricketot, and you see the Cricketot kind of glow with this little, like, just sparkles, and it's like, Cricketot? And it just kind of waddles up to you, and just kind of looks up, and he's like, Cricketot! There, sorry to intrude on your home. I I do kind of get down closer to its level because I know Cricketot's a very tiny one. Or it is, yeah. So I kind of get down on my knees and sit and be like, "Sorry to kind of invade your home and bug you." However, would you happen to know of like this portal in the middle of this forest area? I'm told it's close to a giant rock with moss covered on it. Would you have so, and it kinda turns around and starts waddling in in a direction closer towards the forest. Alright, I get up, be like, lead the way. Kind of point be like, thank you, knows. Alrighty, so now I need you to go ahead and roll another rarity check for me. Do do fourteen. Okay. Good, it's not that Murkrow again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're going, so you're gonna going through the the forest when you start. So the so you're going through the forest, right? So it's dark. So 
it gets dark and you start to see this kind of glowing energy coming from deep within the forest and as Krikatot is leading you towards this energy, you see this large mossy rock and behind it there's what almost looks to be a rip in the air that's just kind of glowing. And as you get closer, you start to hear, Hazu! I kind of stop and listen for that sound again. See if I can maybe pinpoint on where. Yeah, roll a perception check. 17. Okay, so you... So you hear kind of rumbling and footsteps coming from the other side of the rock as this big blue kind of bulbous Pokemon with little with rabbit ears kind of comes out and it has this kind of zigzaggy tail with a blue orb and it looks like it's warning you not to get any closer my face is not amused I look at the cricket dot be like ah I guess this is definitely the right spot and I look at her and it's like well that one is saying, don't get any closer. Oh, well, this is uh, this is what we're looking for, though, right? Do you think? Well, when Pokemon are guarding something, it's usually something important or dangerous, or both. So, um, I'm looking that Pokemon up and down, like, terrified as can be. It's like, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's definitely going to be outside my level of expertise here um duper do you think it's in a talking mood yeah and and he just kind of shrugs duper duper you're not and and um he kind of motions to the uh the the purple pokeball that's kind of sitting inside of him did though they did say it was for tournaments only you know what let's let's you see Lila is visibly sad, and it looks like she's kind of debating what to do. Um, I'll kind of just call out, be like, are you willing to hear us out, or no? Roll a poke handling check. Okay. Ooh, I am proficient in that one. Ha ha ha! Oh boy, 18 plus 6! Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of like, Azu, and it's just kind of sitting there listening. It's not getting any closer to you. But it it looks like it's willing to listen to you. I'll kind of hold my hand out to Lila, tell her to come up next to me, be like, tell him your story on what you told me. Okay, she kind of like, oh, um, okay. It's okay, and she's kind of visibly, yeah, she's kind of visibly a little scared, and uh, she kind of starts going into her story. And the Azumarill is listening, and you kind of get the sense that it it, it understands where Lila is coming from, but it doesn't look like it's willing to give what seems to be its territory. Muriel. Mm. Well, I heard your story, but it seems like it's just... So he's just being territorial. Right. He's just being really territorial about it. He's like, this is my cool thing I found. <sighs> and I'm not one for liking a beaten up Pokemon. I hold up my hand to Duper, motioning for the Pokeball. 
uh, and he just kind of spits it out into your hand. Yeah. And I kind of show him the like show a Pokeball and be like, "Are you sure you're not going to be willing to let us pass this one time?" And he just kind of puts his arms out and is it real? I will never understand you guys and your like for fightings. And I click on the Pokeball and I let Fungi out. Alright, so you let Fungi out and he goes, Sporeon! Sorry to ask this of you, Sporeon, but we're looking to get to something, but he's being a little territorial and it looks like he wants to fight. Do you mind helping us? Sporeon! And it looks like he's ready to fight. Alright. And I'll look at the Azumarill again and be like, Alright, you asked for this. Kind of have my hands up like, this is what you want. This is what you're gonna get. Alright. Alright, so what is, uh, what is Fungi going to do? Toxic. Toxic? Yep. Well, I rolled it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so. (laughs) Dang. Yeah, so, um, so, Sporeon, you see, releases just this mist of spores that settles into the ground around Azumarill's feet, and you just see the kind of ground turn purple as Azumarill gets this kind of, like, poisoned little rash across its face, and it looks like it's taking, it's starting to hurt and take damage, as Azumarill is poisoned now. I just kind of make the comment, oh, poor guy, I feel so bad. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. And so now it is Azumarill's. Azumarill is going to run up to Fungi as its hand it comes encased in ice, as it is going to try and punch Fungi with an ice punch. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes to punch into this ice punch, and it and it misses and it punches straight into the ground as the ground kind of freezes over and it gets its hand stuck in in the frozen ground. I kind of just look at him and be like, are you still sure you want to keep going? <sighs> okay. Alright, I take a few steps back. Spore blast. Alright. Spore blast. So, go ahead and roll the hit. It is a special attack move, and Azumarill's special evasion is plus three. So, on a five, or on a six or less, it misses. You said a six or lower, it misses? Yes. Holy crap, I rolled a seven. (laughs) I will stream, like, I will show you. It is a seven. You are good. (laughs) And it's, um... So you see Sporeon just kind of standing there over the Azumarill as it shakes its head and this cloud of spores kind of comes up and starts to glow purple as these spores kind of go straight into Azumarill. And so you're going to roll the damage. 2d8 plus 10 ion. I rolled a 14. Nice. Plus, did you add the 10? Nope. <laughs> so 24. <laughs> So that's 21 plus the 24. 24. Yeah, so that's, what, 45? And then it is super effective as well. So you multiply it by 2. Yeah, so that's 90 coming in. So that's 
75 damage going to Azumarill. And so that Azumarill is looking kind of rough. I ask again, do you really want to keep going? As it pulls its, 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 its fist out of the ground and it is going to just, be- it's going to put its, kind of jump, put its tail on the ground and spring itself up into the air and you can no longer see it at the moment. Oh shit. Well, and it takes poison damage too. Okay, I rolled a one. So it only takes two damage if it was poison right now. Yeah, I give her the heads up. You might want to move away a little bit. And she kind of is like, oh, right. And she kind of just backs up like behind the, the mossy rock, just kind of poking. And I look at the little cricket. I kind of pick him up and I kind of scoot him away. Be like, you <laughs> might want to run too, little one. Cricket and he and he starts kind of waddling, <laughs> waddling away like he's like terrified. He's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> You're like, yep, yeah, go go over there, little guy, go over there. So what is Fungi doing? Um, are you just gonna like tell Fungi to kind of prepare? Yeah, be like, you know, get ready. Okay. I don't know. Well, that will like a you can take the dodge action like you would in D and D. So I'll give disadvantage on the accuracy roll. So as you kind of tell Fungi to prepare, she's looking around, making sure seeing if anything is coming down. And all of a sudden, this Azumarill comes flying out of the trees towards Fungi. Um, let's see. Plus three. Are you still using your physical defense? Yes. Okay. So three plus four is seven plus one. So I have to roll higher than an eight. All right. So it does hit. So oh, I rolled really bad for damage. So you have 39 flying-type damage coming your way, because it is using bats. The Zuma reappears and slams down onto Fungi, and it's coming in for, what did I say it was, 39 damage coming in? Oh, oh, her actual defense, so that's 22. Yeah, Yeah. so... 17. So you only take 17 damage. All right, so what does Fungi do? This fun guy's turn. Oh, hold on, the Azumarill takes damage. Okay, so the Azumarill takes the poison damage from the toxic and just kind of like falls over, passes out. Oh no! Um, and it does kind of, kind of get back up and shake the poison off, and then just kind of waddles off into the forest like Azumarill. He's palating. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I look back at Lila and be like, do you have any more of those berries? So you look back to Lila, and where Lila was is a little note in a bag. I look at the dot. Cricket dot? The cricket dot is gone. It fled. Okay, okay. Okay. He was like, no, I'm out of here. Peace. (laughs) Fair enough. Alright, so I go and look at... The note in bag. Okay. Well, it says, Dearest Amelia, thank you so much for bringing me this far. I felt that if I were to continue to stay here, you would try to convince me not to go into the rift. But now that I'm here, I know that I must go through. I left your payment as well as a couple of other things in my bag here, and I very much appreciate all you have done for me. 
Sincerely, Lila. I read that note. I look up. I swear to God, if she's a member of Team Rocket, I'm going to be so mad at myself. (laughs) And so as you finish reading, you see the rift kind of start to almost zip up like it's a zipper as it slowly and slowly just kind of starts disappearing until it's gone. Well, I hope she's okay and alive and not a member of Team Rocket or one of those other crazy dudes. Oh boy. I will see what loot she left me. Alright. She, and you look in the bag and you see 1,500 Poke. You see um, five Poke Balls. You see three Great Balls. Let's see, there's also five potions. She left you a lot. And you see at the very bottom, you see a little egg. I look at Dooper and I'm like, Dooper, it's an egg. You remember these, buddy, right? All the taunting where he had to help <laughs> patch eggs back to the house. Kind of look at Dooper and be like, you don't remember how to turn into a flame talon, do you, buddy? I think so. <sighs> Fair enough. It has been a long time since we've seen one, and that was just in passing. You're like, yeah, that, that wasn't passing. I barely even remember what that bird looked like. I just remember it was cool. Bloody hot. I go over there and check on a uh, fun guy. Kind of hold out my hand, like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Like, she kind of <laughs> rub- she kind of rubs up against your hand with your with her head. And she's like, yeah, that was great. I give her a good old scratch and be like, oh, that was awesome, yes. Oh, boy, yeah. Like, oh, that's such a... Kind of take in the moment, be like... You see see her leg kind of start bouncing. (laughs) Like, oh, you know, it's such a shame that you already... I wonder. I kind of go in closer, be like, you just want to come with me? (laughs) She's like... Ah, fair enough, fair enough. I understand, I understand. But, if ever anything happens, come find me. Duper and I will beat him up and bring you along. Okay. Offer's (laughs) always available. (laughs) Even if he looks at you funny, okay? We'll do something. Come with us. Okay. Alrighty, um, so do you, so what do you want to do now? Um, I'll ask Sporion if she's good or if she would like a potion. Sporion, she's like, I'm fine. She's, she's like, I'm tough. Alright, alright. I kind of put up my hands and be like, alright, I understand. I don't mean to disrespect your, your, your might there. <laughs> and I'll be like, you know what, tell you what. You can walk with us. I won't put you back in the fuck ball. You can enjoy the forest. Florian. There you go. Right, so are you just walking back, or do you want to maybe look for some Pokemon while you're in, um... Um... In Eternal Forest? Yeah, I'll go investigating. I technically have, what, four days? Five days. Five from days. Now. So do you want to go to the more forested region? Do you want to go to the meadows or do you want to check out the ponds? Let us to the forest. Okay, so I will right. look in the forest. Okay, so we're all rarity check for me. Oh, no. 
is 13. Is that the Murkrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So, so you're kind of walking through the, the forest and you, you step on something and there's just like a crunch as you kind of step off and you see kind of shake out of the dirt this little blue bulb with these little leaves coming out of it. It's like, hotish. I immediately just go, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Oh my oh. gosh. Roll a, roll a poke handling check. I'm just panicking like, oh. <laughs> All right, so six plus six, 12. She's like, hotish. Like, it's okay. I kind of brush her off a little bit, help her little leaves just kind of poke back up. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh, gosh. Hottish. Hottish just kind of wander off, or is she just hanging out? She's just kind of hanging. Just chilling. Just chilling. Yep. So, um, what do you want to do? I'll kind of be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of carefully step around her, make sure I'm not going to step on any other poor little one. Okay. Roll a perception check. Perception. 13 plus 6, 19. Yeah. So, yeah, you kind of step around, make sure you're not stepping on any more, and you, you don't step on any more. You're, you're good to go. I kind of look back at the oddish, make sure she's not giving me the look of, where the are you going? <laughs> nah, she just kind of burrows back into the ground and is just like, I'm going back to sleep. Okay, okay. Then I shall continue on. Okay. You still looking for more Pokemon or are you gonna go, are you gonna just kind of go out of the forest? Yeah, I'm, I'm still wandering. Okay. Let's not forget we're how to get out of here. Still in the forest, or you want to move on to a meadow or a pond? Uh, forest. Okay, go ahead and roll another ready check. Eleven. Alrighty, so you're rolling, you're you're walking through, and all of a sudden you see this kind of flash of purple kind of come up and around you, and all of a sudden you feel a little lighter. Is anything picking me up? Uh, roll a perception check. Fifteen. So you kind of notice some snickering, like <laughs> like snickering in the in the trees as you look up, and you see this purple monkey that has like a hand on the end of its tail. Did it steal anything? Oh yeah, and it's and it's a uh, tail. You see the stack that Lila gave you. Shit! I hate those Pokemon. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I look at Duper. Like Duper. Like, get out! I ask for the bag back. Roll a poke handling. Eleven. Yeah, he he. The the monkey guy goes, hey Bob, hey Bob, hey Bob, hey Bob. It's kind of showing off the kind of showing it off. I look as uh fun guy. And she's like, Sporia. Just like, bite it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll the hit. 18. 18 will hit. So that's 7 plus 8. Um, Sporia kind of opens up its mouth and it goes and it chomps down on the Apom's tail as Apom kind of drops the bag. And it's like, Apom! 
as it is always actually going to use um, mud bomb on fungi. Mud. <laughs> oh my gosh, it doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> so you see Apom just pick up, just scoop up this like handful of mud with its tail and fling it at fungi as fungi just kind of dodges right out of the way of the um, of the mud bomb. I'm sure Apom's like shit. I kind of just look at the apalm, cross my arms, kind of look at it. Stealing is bad. Apalm. No, don't you talk back to me. Stealing is bad. Hey, and I, um. I reach into the, the bag and I pull out a potion. Like, come here. Roll, roll a poke handling. Fifteen. It, it kind of comes up to you. And it's just like, hey, Pom. And I use a potion on it. Pom! 36 plus 6, 5, 11. 11. Okay, so it heals for 11. It goes, hey, Pom! Like, yeah, alright, don't steal anymore. Hey, Pom. At least for me, alright? Go on now. Hey, Pom, hey, Pom, hey, Pom, hey, Pom, hey, Pom. And it kind of scurries off into the forest. Alright. All right, and at this point, it's it is starting to get kind of late evening, like late afternoon. Okay. Um, I will look at Fungi and Duper and be like, "You guys want to come back another time? Look for some, maybe look for someone to join us." Here it goes, Boria. All right, all right. Let's let's go find somewhere and camp. All righty. So you go and you make camp for the night as the um scene kind of fades out and. We come back into focus on Lila back in Lily Cove City, just surrounded by overgrown, ruined buildings, and her wandering around searching for something. As we fade back out, and we're going to end the session for today. There you have it, fellow trainers. We want to extend a heartfelt thank you for joining us on this incredible journey through Sinnoh with our players. Your support and enthusiasm mean the world to us. Remember, you can stay connected with Pokemon Aftermath on our social media platforms. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for exciting updates, behind-the-scenes glimpses, and more. Find the links in the episode's description below. If you have any thoughts, feedback, or even some amazing fan art to share, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email at PokemonAftermathPOD at gmail.com. Your input truly makes this journey even more special. And don't forget, on Spotify, you can engage with the show directly through our interactive polls and Q&A questions featured in every episode. Your opinions matter, so join the conversation and be a part of the adventure. Now, once again, thank you for being part of the Pokemon Aftermath community. Stay tuned for more thrilling episodes and captivating stories that await us on the road ahead.